Welcome to the Life at Full Blast podcast. I am so excited you're here and ready for your most extraordinary life. I used to escape all the mental turmoil and the spinning by seeking solutions outside of myself. I have lived through that chaos and I see you. I see you fighting and struggling. This is the place to be to find your direction so that you can decide what's next. It's time to stop making your outside circumstances the reason that you can't have what you want. You're in the driver's seat. This is the place to learn what direction to go. Are you ready to super manifest your most extraordinary life? I know this term super manifest may not have been heard before. I think I might've just made it up. I don't know. But in super manifestation, advanced manifestation, there are specific techniques and specific things we need to do along the way that help us in the manifestation process. And one of those keys is understanding the law of divine timing. There are six and a half stages to the law of divine timing. And when we know which action to take in which stage, when we know the exact stage we're at and we know what quote unquote time it is, then we can leverage that law to our advantage and cre create the results in our life faster and with more ease. Letting that little ego mind just rest easy, knowing that you've got this. Imagine what it would be like to crystallize your dreams into this reality now versus 20 years from now. It's all about becoming a super manifester and really tapping in to the law of divine timing. So let me give you a little tip on this week's podcast. Every podcast that I release is based on a numerological cycle. So at the time of this recording, it was the cycle from February 13th to 19th. Now, here's what you can do. There's three ways that you can deal with this podcast episode. Number one, you can listen to it in its entirety and enjoy the whole thing and forget that it has anything to do with numerology and you will get something out of it. Take what you love, leave the rest. Number two, you can listen to it during the week of February 13th through 19th in its entirety, enjoy the whole thing and get the flow of the divine timing cycle as we go through the days of the week. Number three, or you could do all three. The third option is to come back to this every day this week. Each segment is based on a day of the week, based on the numerological cycle of the week from February 13th to 19th. And you can listen to each segment separately on that day because it is based on that numerology for the day. Now, whether you're listening to this this year in 2023 or three years from now, there is something here for you. The divine timing cycle is universal law. It is pretty written into the code, code of the universe. So it's not going anywhere. It's not going to change. Numerologic, <laughs> numerological influences don't change either. So wherever you find yourself, whenever you find yourself checking out this episode, all is well. You will get something out of it. Enjoy. So there's something you want and you're going to manifest it, right? Well, here's the thing. Do you actually know what you want? Now, that might seem like a silly question. Of course, I know what I want, Cindy. Duh. I want the house. I want the thriving business. I want the family. I want the relationship. And 
It's not about the thing that you want. It's about what's underneath that thing, what that thing means to you that matters most. And this is what we often skip over in the manifestation process. Because if we don't have enough fuel for the fire of the manifestation fire, we'll call it, then we don't have enough for the long sustainable burn. What happens is we pour a bunch of fuel on the fire at the very beginning. It's like throwing gasoline on a fire and the fire goes poof and then it fades, it goes out. And then we don't see the results that we're looking for. We need to know the frequency that lives underneath the what you want. So let's take, for example, many of you know, if you have been watching me for a while, I'm in the process of buying a house with my boyfriend. This is something that I've only in the last few months decided that I want. It's never been a desire prior to that. In fact, I believe that I could never own a home. There was a lot of beliefs behind that. But in the last few months, I've come to the realization that this is what I want. And it's not about the house. It is so much more than this thing that is a house. You've heard me say this before, 99.99999% of our reality, you cannot see or touch. And so 0.0001% is our physical reality. That's the house or whatever it is you're manifesting. So we've got to get behind that 99.999%. And we need to know what that is because that's the fuel that leads to your manifestation. So there's a couple of things that I want to really reflect on here. Number one, you need the fuel. And number two, you need to be very, very clear and embodied in what you want and be willing to take the action. It's not about just waiting for the universe to hand it to us on a silver platter. Yes, miracles happen. Yes, magic unfolds. But only with your active participation in the manifestation. This isn't winning the lottery. This is active participation. And a lot of your active participation requires the fuel, which is your why. So if we bring this to the purchase of a house, right now, the reason I want to own this house has a lot to do with my relationship with my boyfriend, a lot to do with independence, with no longer having to pay rent, with owning my own home, by investing in myself, by investing in my future, by investing in my relationship with my boyfriend, and really about creating a beautiful space for laughter, for tears, for love, for family, for connection, for amazing dinners together, for friends to come and visit and have a guest room to stay in, for spaciousness, for something that is an investment in me, and my relationship. So it's so much more than a house. So I want you to consider with whatever it is you're manifesting, go underneath it, find the deeper meaning, find that deeper layer. And this is some of the work that we do when we work with, when we work together, when I work in my coaching programs is really getting to that why. And sometimes it can be really annoying because you think, well, of course, the why is this? And there's something more than that. And there's something more than that. It's like peeling off the layers of an onion. You got to get to the core because on the surface, owning a house, owning a thing, whatever it might be, isn't enough fuel for the fire. We need the fuel for the fire so that when the roads get bumpy, 
towards your manifestation. When you hit momentum and there is paperwork flying at you and you're not sure and you're uncertain if the lenders are going to approve your financing and then there's this lawyer and that realtor and this mortgage broker and all of this stuff is flying at you and, and I got to record a podcast and I got to do all this stuff. The only thing that's going to keep you going is the fuel, your why. And owning the house, owning a thing is not enough fuel to get you there. It's about feeling in the body and feeling the frequency of that why. Of understanding the sensation of spaciousness and freedom and family and home and wealth and investment. That's the fuel for the fire. Now, the other piece of this is you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So if you're not willing to go after what you want and actively participate in what you want, you may as well stop trying. If you are trying to manifest your rent for the end of the month, or you're trying to manifest a relationship, but you're not all in and you're not willing to put yourself out there and do what it takes, it's going to be really hard. You're going to have inconsistent manifestation. You might get your rent money one month and not the next. And then you wonder, well, what am I doing wrong? Well, perhaps you're trying to control the material world and manipulate and check your bank accounts. And why isn't that guy messaging me back? And I need to message this guy a hundred times, et cetera, right? Of course, I'm like totally mixing all my metaphors right now. But I think you understand that it is about number one, running the frequency, getting to that deep why, pouring the fuel on the fire, and then being willing to do what it takes. And by doing what it takes, I don't mean the 52 million things on the to-do list to get it done. I mean the willingness to pivot, the willingness to adjust course, the willingness to sit in the feeling state of why you want what you want over and over and over again, the willingness to keep going even when it's hard, the willingness to Come back to that why and pour more fuel on the fire when you're feeling drained and tired and I don't know if I can do this and maybe I should just skip recording my podcast this week. Be willing to do what it takes. And that is how you co-create with the, with the universe and truly manifest what it is that you really want. What you really want to embody. You did not come here to this planet for houses and cars and things. You came here to experience so much more beyond extraordinary. And that is under the layer of the things you think you want. So find that why and then be an active participant and be willing to go after it. Are you willing to learn? and grow and pivot and change in this material experience? Are you willing to let go of control and be unattached to the material world? The material world being the house, the car, the relationship, the rent, whatever it is you're looking to manifest, are you willing to pivot within that? Because here's the thing, you've heard me say this before, 99.999% of our reality you cannot see or touch. You can perceive it, you can feel it, but you can't touch it and you can't see it, except with your inner eye. 
But here's the thing. You make 0.0001% of what you can see and touch everything. And then we get attached to those things. We get attached to it needing to be a certain way, look a certain way, be a certain house, Mm -hmm. be all of these things. And it simply doesn't work that way. So in this house buying process, I had hired a, we had hired a mortgage broker way back in November of 2022. And the first phone call that we had with him was supposed to be 30 minutes. And an hour and 45 minutes later, I was more confused than I was when I began the call. He loved his big words. He loved to think that he knew better than everyone else. And so he made it seem like such a complicated process. Now, I've never purchased a house before, so I just thought that's the way the mortgage brokerage industry works, and I'm just going to have to trust this guy and believe that it's all going to work out. So promises were made, and I did not listen to that inner voice that was saying something's not right here. And that's okay. We're human. We all do it, including me. We're all human, right? And so I didn't listen to that inner voice that said, I don't know about this guy, So we come in a couple months later, we put an offer on a house, we get an accepted offer, and I am in love with this house. I mean, come on, it even had red walls. It was gorgeous. And it was perfect. And I thought, you know, it could be a little bigger, but this is a perfect starter home. I would be so happy. I could imagine myself coming down the stairs to make coffee in the beautiful, bright kitchen. I could imagine myself sitting in that cozy little living room. I saw the hot tub on the back porch. It was perfect. And then mortgage broker comes back and says, actually, we can only go this high with your finances. So he came in $100,000 less than our accepted offer. I could have been really attached. I could have said, I could have got all upset. I could have been super disappointed. Of course, I felt disappointment, but I moved beyond it very quickly because I was unattached. Because I know that when something physical is put into my pathway, I have a choice. I have a choice to attach myself to that, thinking that's the only opportunity, or wonder, hmm, that's cool. It's gorgeous. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. I wonder what else could be possible. And always being willing to pivot. So we get an email from the mortgage broker saying, you can't buy that house. So we had to pivot. We had to pivot. Well, <laughs> the art of the pivot is something that I'm known of, known for very well. So I'm sitting there and I think, well, first of all, I didn't trust my intuition when it came to this mortgage broker. And second of all, I really like this house, but I'm unattached. So I'm willing to go look elsewhere. But also, I wonder what else could be possible here. So I sat with myself and in this being an active participant in the manifestation, I made a choice to fire the mortgage broker. Now, I've never fired anybody in my life. Retired people pleaser right here. I'm not somebody who really loves to get up against conflict and stand up for my rights and all of these things. But I also knew without a shadow of a doubt that this person was not the right person to be helping me and us in this moment. So I made a decision, I made a phone call, I made a hard decision, and I had a very difficult conversation, and I let that mortgage broker go, all the while while he's yelling at me and telling me I can't have what I want. Well, if somebody tells me I can't have what I want, my response is usually, hold my beer, because I will find a way, because I'm willing to pivot. So... 
I hire a new mortgage broker. And with the attitude of this or something better, I'm unattached, whatever it's needing to be, whatever it wants to be, the universe knows very clearly what I want here, the underlying feeling of what I want, why I want it. So this or something better. So it turns out the owners of the house with the red wall canceled the deal, had nothing to do from our end with financing. New mortgage broker found us an extra $150,000 in financing availability, which meant we could go for a bigger house. So this or something better. Are you willing to learn? Are you willing to pivot? Are you willing to recognize that we don't know everything as human beings, although sometimes our ego would like to think so? But when we remain open and curious and unattached, magic can unfold. So in your manifestation, are you willing to receive it? Now, you might be thinking, that's a stupid question. Of course, I'm willing to receive it. And yet, I'm going to challenge you on that. Because I see this happen time and time again. When we start receiving feedback from the universe, we start questioning our manifestation, thinking maybe it's not the right pathway. Maybe the universe didn't want that for me. If it's meant to be, it will be. All of these things start rising up because of our programming. So as we are pointed in a direction towards a manifestation, we're pointed in this direction. I want what I want. I'm pouring fuel on the fire. I'm willing to pivot. I am unattached. And then we receive some feedback like a no or a that's not going to work or things get hard. And we think, oh, man, well, maybe I'm doing it all wrong. I, I Obviously, it's not working. Right. We start taking immature actions. And I use that word deliberately. We start taking immature actions versus inspired actions. And we start focusing more on the material experience. We start focusing on that to-do list of 52 million things. If I just get that done, I'll feel better. I'll feel more accomplished, even though I'm getting inundated with this feedback from the world that I'm not really all that in love with, but I don't want to look at it. So if I focus over here on all the things that should get done, then I'll feel better. And you feel drained and exhausted by the end of the day. And then your manifestation is nowhere closer. So you start seeing results come in. So for example, Buy in a house, find a new mortgage broker, get $150,000 extra financing, still have conditional financing in place, still got some things to work out. Where I live, there are certain circumstances that we have to navigate based on being on indigenous land and things like that. And so, you know, of course I want the house. Of course I want this home with my partner. Of course I want to experience this investment in myself, in my future, in our future as a couple. There's so much to this. I'm unattached. I'm willing to pivot. I'm willing to have the hard conversations. I'm willing to do hard things. I'm willing to deal with paperwork I've never seen before. I am willing to read legalese that I don't fully understand. I am willing to do what it takes. But am I going to fly at that completely in reaction mode? Or am I going to come at it one step at a time, deliberately, intentionally, and inspired? So we get into this place where 
we've got an offer in place, we've got conditional financing in place, and it's go time. And then we get a phone call saying, because you are purchasing property on indigenous land, you aren't able to get it. You can't just because of the circumstances of your employment and all these things. You can't do it. Well, when somebody tells Cindy she can't do something, we pivot. And so I said, hold my glass of wine, hold my beer, whatever. I wasn't even drinking a glass of wine. I just make that joke. It's a fun joke. But I always, always, I've trained my brain to look at other possibilities. So I get this phone call that says, you can't have that house. You're going to have to look for a house that's not on indigenous land. Well, is that a sign that I'm going the wrong way? Or is that simply feedback from the universe that there is more fuel on the fire required? Is it the universe saying you can't have what you want? Or is it the universe saying deal with your shit so you can have what you want? I chose to deal with the shit. I chose to come back within. I chose to pour more fuel on the fire because I want what I want. And I deserve to have what I want. I deserve to experience an extraordinary life. And this is what I want. And I am willing to do hard things and I'm willing to pivot for it. And so where does the inspiration lead me next? What else is possible, mortgage broker? Well, if you can find a 20% down payment instead of a 10% down payment, you would be able to make it work. Awesome, give me three hours. Now, during that time, I was running an online summit with almost 300 people registered. I was holding space for over 20 coaches to come in and participate in this summit. I was holding space for almost 300 people. And in the middle, right after one workshop, into the next, in the middle of that time, I made 15 phone calls and found $60,000 in less than three hours. Am I good at what I do? Am I special? No. I'm willing to have hard conversations. I'm willing to do what it takes. And I'm willing to take inspired action for what I want to experience. I am willing to pour more fuel on the fire. It wasn't about borrowing money. It wasn't about finding the dollars. The dollars will find their way, no matter what. If you have enough fuel on the fire, the dollars will find their way. But you've got to be willing to show up. It's not when you get feedback from the universe. It is not the universe saying you can't have that. It is very rarely that the universe wants what you want, period. Unless it's something that's to the detriment of humanity or your well-being. If you want something, you've got to go get it. You've got to do things. And you've got to be willing to take action. You got to be willing to take inspired action, not just fly off the deep end and try and contort and manipulate and control the material experience and beg and borrow. What is the inspired action? So always coming back within and asking, okay, well, what does this mean? What does this mean to me? Does it mean that I need to change what it is that I want? And that's an option too. Does it mean that maybe I'm not as willing as I thought I was to go after what I want? And that's okay too. Or does it mean that what I want 
is bigger than anything I've ever gone after before. And so it's going to require more fuel, more of me, more of my inspired action, more of my participation in what I want. We are not meant to be these spoon-fed, coddled, silver platter humans where the universe goes, here you go, here's what you're manifesting. Sometimes it can feel that way, but if any manifestation has come true for you, you go back and look and look and see what you've done. You have taken action to make it happen. And by action, I do not mean the 52 million things on that to-do list. Just forget about that to-do list. There are always things that need to be done, and that to-do list will always get bigger and bigger and bigger. I am speaking about inspired action versus immature action. So when you're receiving feedback from the universe, whether it be some feedback that you love or feedback that you don't love, it's still feedback. And are you willing to receive that feedback? Or are you just going to push it away? No, I don't want to see that, so I'm going to ignore it and then not get the manifestation that you're looking for. Something to be really aware of. Am I willing to receive the feedback so that I can make the pivots necessary and really come from a place of inspired action and go after what I want with active participation in the co-creation of my extraordinary life? Are you feeling the gratitude and the faith for your manifestation now, even though you can't yet see it? This is something that can be a little tricky for the mind and hear me out. So gratitude in certain places of the manifestation cycle can be extremely useful. Now, it's not helpful in every area because there are some things that need to happen prior to gratitude. You know, all the, the quote unquote gurus out there will tell you just be grateful. But there are certain times in your life and when you are going after certain things and certain experiences where gratitude is a little hard to access and you're kind of just putting a gratitude bandaid on what's really going on. But when you get to the stage of manifestation where you are willing to pivot, you're being an active participant, you're doing the things, you're taking action, you're doing hard things, and you're learning new skills and all this stuff, as you're doing that, here's where gratitude is like rocket fuel for your desires. Here's where gratitude comes in and says, yeah, it's here. And not gratitude for something that will happen in the future, but gratitude for right here, right now. Gratitude for the experience, gratitude for the house that I'm going to have a key to, that I'm going to unlock. There will be photos of that moment. Gratitude of really sensing and feeling the experience of your manifestation being here, right now in the present moment. The past only exists in your memories and the future only exists in your visioning. The only moment that is available to us at any given time is right here, right now. Your brain does not know the difference between the past, the future, and the present. And it is about training your brain to be in the present, to be here. Rather than focused on all the things that happened in the past and how you could have done it better and should have done this and should have had that document in place long before and you should have known this. And... 
instead of, oh, I wonder if, and is that going to work? And while worrying about all the things that are going to happen tomorrow, being here, feeling in the body what it feels like to experience your most extraordinary vision now. That's the key. We don't have any control over the material experience. We really don't. We like to think we do. We like to try to manipulate and control and move things around the way we like it. And we simply do not have control because there is 99.999% of this reality that we can't see and we can't perceive and could become or be or do anything. It's pure potential. We have a choice in our level of belief. We have a level of, we have a choice in our level of active participation. We have a choice in our level of faith and gratitude. We have a choice in the level of, of, of attachment that we are hoping for, that we want. And you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I realized that sentence didn't make any sense as it came out of my mouth, but you get it. We have a choice in those things, but we do not have a choice in the final picture of the manifestation. That's not up to us. Hard pill to swallow. I know. This is why we have to be unattached. And this is why we must feel the sensation of the thing we want to experience in our bodies, in our minds, in our hearts, in our frequency, right here, right now. When we do that, we are able to surrender and we are able to let go and let God. And we experience the experience we are calling in or something even better. And in my experience, I realize I'm using the word experience a lot. In my experience, when I have let go of the need to control the material world, something incredible and way more magical than my wildest dreams unfolds. We think things need to look a certain way when we are manifesting. And that's not our job. It's not our job to know how it will unfold. It's not our job to try to force it to unfold. It's not our job. Our job is to have faith, to pour the fuel of gratitude on the fire. And as we come into momentum, as paperwork is flying everywhere for a house purchase, as you're getting mixed messages from your team of people that are helping you buy the house, as you're getting one message from the realtor and another message from the lawyer and you're hoping like hell that you've got it figured out in your mind and you don't really know and things are just a little bit chaotic and you're in the middle of all of it, you gotta have some faith and you gotta have gratitude. Gratitude is the fuel that will keep the fire burning long past the time when you are burnt out when you think you can't go any further, when you're wondering what the hell you've just gotten yourself into, when all those thoughts come up in your mind of, I can I do this? I don't know. Who am I to be a homeowner? What was I thinking? It would be so much easier to just stay in my comfort zone. Gratitude is the fuel that keeps you going. Because when you're here, when you're in this space where all this feedback is coming and paperwork is flying everywhere and everybody's messaging you and you're getting emails and you're trying to record a podcast and still live your day-to-day -day life in the midst of massive transformation, gratitude and faith 
are what get you through. Have you learned how to roll with it, to go with the flow, to let go and let God, to move around the obstacles that seemingly are in your way of your manifestation? We come to this place in the divine timing cycle called momentum. And oftentimes I hear from my clients, you know, I just want that sweet spot of momentum where things are moving quickly. I've got clients booking calls with me. I've got sales calls. All this stuff is happening and I want to be in that place. And we want momentum to last forever and ever and ever. And it doesn't. Let's start there. And it's not meant to. That's not the point of momentum. Momentum is not sustainable and it's not meant to be. Momentum is when you're buying a house and now you've come down to the wire and the last bits of paperwork have to be get, be sent in and you got to be at your phone recording a podcast and watching your phone at the same time, waiting for that message to come in, waiting for the final approval. You're waiting for the evidence, for the feedback. You're waiting for, oh, I need this last piece of paperwork signed in. And it seems like there's so many obstacles in your way. There is a story that I've told many, many of my students, and I'm not sure if it's a real story or not. I can't even remember where I heard it, but it is the story of Three Feet from Gold. And there was a gentleman during the gold rush who purchased a plot of land. He decided he was going to strike gold. He was going to make it rich. And so he went and bought all the equipment and invested in this mine. And he went digging. And he was digging and digging and digging and digging. And for years, he kept digging and digging and digging and never hit gold. And he kept taking the inspired action to keep digging. And he was willing to do what it takes. And he was an active participant in that goal, that dream to strike it rich and to strike gold. And he kept digging and digging and digging and digging. And pretty soon he got tired. And pretty soon he started to lose faith. And pretty soon he thought, I don't know that I believe in this anymore. And he put out the fire he stopped pouring fuel on the fire and the fire went out and he sold the mine. He just gave up. He sold all of his equipment. He sold his mine. And the next day, the new owner grabbed all of his equipment and he went and he went digging and digging and three feet further, he struck gold. Momentum is that place where we're wondering when when am I going to get that phone call? When am I going to get the answer? When am I going to uh, receive the clients or receive the money? When is my ideal lover going to arrive? The tarot cards won't tell you that. No deck of cards will. Pour fuel on the fire. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. You keep going. You are flying down the river. You, are, you have hit momentum. You are in your kayak and you are going. Now you can get out still. You can absolutely still get out. Should I decide in this moment that I do, do not want to be a homeowner, that I've decided to change my mind, I can do that. I choose not to. I choose to keep going. I choose to continue to feel gratitude. I choose to continue to focus on my why. I choose to continue to do hard things. I choose to continue to remember the frequency of why I want what I want. 
I choose to release attachment. I choose to continue to pivot and be willing to be completely detached from the material world, knowing that it is this or something better. And I keep on going down the stream. I just keep digging. So when you are in momentum, it can feel like there are logs and debris and rocks in your way. You just strap in and you go, because that's all you can do. Otherwise, get out of the stream. Because if you're not willing to be in that stream and see all this stuff flying at you, you might be in the wrong damn stream. Perhaps you didn't choose to, you didn't fully, you weren't fully aware of what it would take to get to that dream. You still get to change your mind, full permission. You're human, you get to change your mind at any time, at any time in the process. But if you still want what you want and you gotta keep going, you gotta keep digging. Use Dory's song from Finding Nemo and sing it in your head all day long. Just keep swimming. You've got this. Your dreams manifest from the inside out. <laughs> what the heck do you mean by that, Cindy? Your dreams manifest from within, from your essence, from your soul, from that part of you that is not your body, that is so much more, from that limitless being that is you. That's where your dreams and desires come from. It's where they begin. And in doing so, that essence of you, your soul, that limitless being that is you, is connected to the all, to the oneness that is this universe. Which means that if you want something, so does the universe. Which means that you get to have, be, do, and experience anything you desire. Whatever you choose is extraordinary. You can experience it. Period. Universal law. That one's written in stone until your mind starts tripping you up. But if you want to see your dreams crystallized into the material experience where you actually get to play with that material thing you're manifesting, whether it be the money or the house or the car or the other human in a relationship, whatever it may be that you want to actually play with in this 3D world, you must first dream of it from the inside out. All of our dreams, all of our visions, everything comes from within. Now, whatever you're experiencing from within, whether you are tapped in and you understand what I'm talking about, or this is a new concept to you, I want you to imagine it like a planning session with the divine, like a project management meeting with God. Look at it from that perspective, right? This has been really helpful for me because I am very much somebody who loves to play in the material experience. And it can be really tricky for the mind to remember, wait, that's only 0.001%. 99.999% is what I cannot see or perceive. And so I must play with the universe over here in possibility, in potential, and in frequency. That's where I must be an active participant. So with that, I love to just sit and be in that energy. 
Now, you don't have to meditate on a mountain for five hours a day. You don't have to go sit in a cave for two years and shut out the rest of the world. You don't have to have singing bowls and do tapping and all these other things. All of those modalities, they're wonderful. And for somebody who loves to experience the material world, that seems to me to be a lot of effort and a lot of time when I would rather be playing in the material world. My mentor, Joy Kingsborough, has found a faster way, and I am so grateful to her that she has discovered this way of working with quantum field energy. If you have not yet heard of the Q, I highly recommend you come to my website and you check it out. You find me on social media and figure out where to get it because doing the Q is about using universal energy, amping up the frequency in your body to create and manifest faster. Three minutes a day, three minutes a day. But it doesn't, it's not this magic pill. It's not this fairy dust that you sprinkle over and all of a sudden, ta-da, your dreams come true. That's not how it works. It is about knowing the truth of who you are, of really seeing that you are this divine, limitless being that is full of possibility and potential. You are 99.99999% potential. And everything else is simply feedback for what that frequency is in that 99.9999%. So as you are in this conversation with God, as you are having this divine planning session, all you're doing is thinking the thoughts of what you want, feeling the feelings of what you want, experiencing the gratitude, the detachment, the ability to pivot, all of these pieces, and you are in conversation with your higher self. You are inviting your higher self to have a two-way dialogue with you every day, multiple times a day, often. Not getting a message during your morning meditation routine and going, yeah, okay, I got it. And then controlling and manipulating the rest of your day, pretending that you didn't have that conversation. It would be like having a conversation with your significant other and then going and doing everything against what you told your significant other you were going to do. Or not checking in with your significant other when you're making decisions or when you're doing things that affect both of you in the relationship. When you take action, you are affecting everything around you because you are connected to the all. And so be connected to your higher self, to that higher energy all the time and check in with it all the time. It will be your greatest guide and it will tell you when you are off course and it will tell you, go this way, go that way, pivot here, pivot there, let go of that attachment. And when you learn to trust that, that is when your dreams begin to crystallize into this material 0.001% reality that we can touch and see and taste. But until then, everything you do is in the spiritual, wonderful, limitless realm of your frequency, of your thoughts and your feelings 
and your emotions and the frequency of your body. So, am I buying a house? I don't know yet. The email has not yet arrived. But by the time you're listening to this podcast, I will know and you will find out soon. Have a beautiful week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for catching another episode of the Life at Full Blast podcast. I'm so grateful that you are here, that you are part of this community. And if it resonates with you, please review, subscribe, share anything that you do to move this podcast out into the world to support humanity helps. And if you are ready to choose that most extraordinary life, visit my website, cindyvanonum.com. But above all else, no matter what you choose to do, remember, I love you, I believe in you, and I see your power. See you next week.